everybody, I'm Cam Stewart with your Fantasy News Update. Despite reports saying the New Orleans Saints are willing to pay receiver Michael Thomas the highest in the NFL, the highest out of the two sides still far apart, according to negotiations. Thomas's camp asking for $22 million in average year salary, where which is $4 million less than Odell Beckham Jr. of the Cleveland Browns makes as the highest paid receiver in the league. The Saints' current offer to Thomas is around 18 per year. The two sides still $4 million apart. He's entering his final year on the contract, coming off career highs in yards, 14,005 catches with 125, and he tied a career high in touchdowns with nine. Seven months after suffering a gruesome leg injury, quarterback Alex Smith opened up for the first time about his recovery and hardships. The Washington Redskins quarterback will shed the external fixator on his right leg in four to six weeks' time. Then he can begin light jogging. The 35-year-old Smith says he plans on playing in the NFL again. The three-time Pro Bowler led Washington to a 6-4 and four record last season before unfortunately breaking his leg in Week 11 against the Houston Texans. His teammates and coaches admittedly say uh, he won't be available for 2019, but hopefully sometime after that. New York Jets running back Le'Veon Bell couldn't describe thieves who stole his jewelry. The reason? He only saw the two female assailants that were naked. The women also accused of stealing close to 500 grand worth of his jewelry. The alleged robbery occurred on May 25th at the Jets running backs home in Florida. So investigation still going on in the NBA Miami Heat Center. Hassan Whiteside exercising the $27.1 million option on his next contract. The 2019-20 season will be Whiteside's last under the deal. He signed a four-year $98 million contract with the Heat back in 2016. Whiteside now 30 averages 12.3 points a game and 11.3 boards in 72 games. The NHL draft gets underway tonight from Vancouver, B.C., 8 o'clock Eastern, 5 Pacific. The New Jersey Devils on the clock with the number one pick. Rangers in the two-hole, Chicago 3. The Sh- uh, Toronto Maple Leafs free agent Mitch Marner not interested in signing a max term deal on his next contract. That, according to Darren Dreger of TSN, Marner will become eligible to receive offer sheets from other teams once free agency opens up this on July 1st. Marner enjoyed a career high last season, leading the Leafs in points with 94 in 82 games. There's been mutual interest between Nashville Predators and free agent uh, Corey Perry, according to the Athletics' Pierre Lebrun. The Chicago Blackhawks have also shown interest in the 34-year-old sniper. The veteran winger tallied 36 goals uh, the last two seasons in Anaheim. The Preds have scored the third-fewest goals among playoff teams this past year, and they desperately need scoring. Perry was bought out by the Ducks Wednesday after 14 years there. MLB action on the go right now. We have uh, games in progress. One, Mets and Cubs, and the Mets are up 3-2 uh, to two right now in the bottom of five. Cubs have a runner on with no outs. Rest of the schedule, four games at 7.05. Houston and the Yankees. Yankees minus 165, nine and a half. Peacock versus Paxton. The pinstripes getting healthier day by day. Aaron Judge returning to the lineup after a two-year absence. He was on fire before he got hurt. Atlanta and Washington. Nats minus 145.9, and Dallas Keuchel makes his MLB for MLB debut for the Braves tonight versus Steven Strasburg, also with the Braves. Josh Donaldson was on appeal today. He won't serve any time for a part in a brawl versus the Pittsburgh Pirates. 7.05, we got Miami and Philly. Phil's minus 268.5, Alcantara versus NOLA. 7.05 action, uh, San Diego and Pittsburgh Pirates. Yar, 115.9, Lauer and Musgrove. Two more games at 7:10. We got Detroit and Cleveland. The Indians laying a buck 95. Boyd versus Bauer. Total seven and a half. Toronto at Boston. Red Sox minus 3:45. Eight and a half. Thornton versus Sale. 8:05 action. We got the White Sox and Rangers. Texas laying 45 cents. 11 and a half. Your total. Lopez and Haredo. 8:10. Cincy and Milwaukee Brewers minus 125. Eight and a half. Gray versus Anderson. Two more games at 8:15. We have Minnesota minus 160 at KC. Ten and a half. Perez versus Junis. Angels laying 15 cents at St. Louis. Nine is your total. Canning versus Waka Waka Waka. 940. 
San Francisco at Arizona. D-backs minus 135. 10 is your total. Zamarja versus Clark. And 10.07, Tampa Bay laying 15 cents at Oakland. Nine, Kittridge versus Anderson. And two at 10.10, Colorado at the Dodgers. Dodgers minus 200. Marquez versus Bueller. Seven is your total. And Baltimore at Seattle. Mariners laying 40 cents. Gil Martin versus Leak. Total of nine and a half. College Baseball World Series on the go now. Michigan exploding. They're up now 6-3 to three on Texas Tech. We're in the top of four. Vanderbilt and Louisville later on tonight. Vandy big favorites. Minus 240. Total eight. CFL football. Former Eskimos quarterback Mike Riley returns to action tonight as Edmonton uh, meets BC. Edmonton, the home team, minus 355. Your total game, 9 o'clock Eastern. Round two of the Travelers right now. Zach Zucker, the current leader at minus 11. He went low today, five under. Lots of good golf on the course. And in the women's tournament, the KPGA PGA Championship for women. Hannah Green of Australia holds down the lead at seven under. Copa Cabana soccer, Ecuador and Chile, seven o'clock tonight. I'm Cam Stewart. Stay tuned for Red Heat and Rage Radio with Gabe Morenzi. He hosts. We'll talk with Steve Merrill, NASCAR, baseball's bets, best, CFL, and a whole lot more. Everything in between. So stick around. Red Heat and Rage Radio, hour one, coming up next. All you have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to you. Game time decisions. All right, let's roll. Game time decisions. Red Heat Radio Radio has begun. Fantasy Sports Radio Network, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, everything else uh, in between. I am uh, Gabriel Morenci. Throwing it down with the raging redhead, uh, Cam Stewart. We pick up the pieces following the NBA uh, draft. Uh, we have the NHL uh, draft uh, this evening. And um, then the, uh, the countdown to football is on. And we do have a CFL football game. On tap right here this evening, we continue to light up uh, the CFL. We're now 6-1 and one through uh, seven, uh, seven picks. Uh, we've won six of them, although it's a tough game here uh, this evening, to be honest. Uh, so let's bring in the Raging Redhead, Cam Stewart. What's going on, Cam? Yeah, it's going, Gabe. Yeah, great stuff with the football game last night over the year. Uh, hopefully we can do the same. Riley returning to some old stomping grounds. I'm looking at BC right now, but uh, Edmonton, a short price is a three-point favorite. We'll dig a little bit deeper into this one. But you're right, man. The CFL has been money so far. Loving it. Yeah, it's good. It, uh, the CFL made up for our uh, some of our yeah. NBA yeah. draft props uh, last yeah, night. That was, which... that was fun. That was a lot of fun last night. Well, it's, so, it's so frustrating when you look at your accounts and go, wow, you made great picks. You hit the over. You hit the over teaser. You get the game. Gabe, they come back and cover the number two and then i'm thinking wow i went pretty balls deep on those props that uh honestly if garland went i was just telling yang off air before i did my update if garland goes one deeper i'm loaded that's the difference between winning and losing i had that five and a half he goes to cleveland at five and i almost like uh went in my pants i was pretty pissed off (laughs) yeah it's frustrating you know what it was plus 325 and plus 270 and all that for a reason yeah Uh, but it was you know, Cleveland surprised people. It surprised me that Cleveland did this. And not that Darius Garland isn't a good player, but, you know, Beeline, you're 66 years old. You just drafted a kid that's, like, basically 19 years old, has played five games of college basketball, is represented by LeBron James and Rich Paul. You, you know, it's amazing. Like, he's going he's gonna to leave. Like, if you're Cleveland, you just drafted a kid that's rep by LeBron and Rich Paul, Cap, who's already left Cleveland. Cleveland. Yeah, exactly. So basically, and, that, and he's from Ohio. Twice. <laughs> Twice. And he's from Ohio. 
Charlotte yeah. has no affiliations with the state at all. Yeah, so you know? basically, basically Garland is going to get good in a couple of years, and he's going to leave sure. when he can. And the thing is, who knows? Maybe he won't even honor the contract. I don't know. Anthony Davis didn't. Like, you know, Rich Paul, like, I, you know, people want to – it's crazy that these teams do this to themselves, actually. So, like, three years down the road from now, four years down the road from now, when Garland is screwing around the Cavaliers or two years or whatever, they brought it upon themselves, man. You know, they brought it upon themselves. Like diving off a uh, diving board into a waterless pool if they surprise you, crack your skull. Good analogy. Thank you. Hey, I like that one. That was a good one. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Let's roll. Game time decisions. Ready for our radio. Fantasy Sports uh, Radio Network. I am Gabriel Moretzi. Let's do this thing. Go to town to Raging Redhead, Cam Stewart. NBA draft is uh, done, uh, but we've got uh, the NHL uh, draft. And there are props uh, for this, but, you know, the NHL draft is uh, a hell of a lot trickier than um, uh, than, uh, than the NBA or the NHL uh, is. And I've said this before, that NBA general managers, they they think outside the box more uh, than NFL general managers do. Like, when you're betting NFL props, Cam, you pretty much have a pretty good handle on it. They have grades for each player. And generally, generally the the grades are freaking even across the board for teams. You know what I mean? Like, if a team has some guy, like, yeah, he's the 18th most talented guy on the board, another NFL team might have a 19 or 20, but it's very, very scientific and with the grading system after the combine and everything that they have. Basketball is more subjective, Cam. You know what I mean? Like, it's more eye of beholder. Some guys will like yep. a player, some guys won't like a player, and it, it's and you can't say that they're bad picks. It's just, it's more random. Right. I mean, it's it's just it's more random and you'll, you'll see just sort of more more curveballs thrown uh, in the NBA. And uh, but as I said, when we went to the break, some of these teams, they bring this stuff upon themselves, bro. Right. Like if you're the if you're the Cleveland Cavaliers, like out of everyone on the board, like you're John Beeline. Why do you take a 19 year old kid that's not ready to play? That's number one. Number two, he's wrapped by LeBron James. And Chris Paul and uh, Rich, Rich Paul. So Le- LeBron basically is, is, even though it's it's illegal, he's basically running a talent agency uh, during the league. And we see that one of their players, and Anthony Davis, just didn't honor his contract, sat out and and sat out until he got hooked up with LeBron and another one of them. Yep. So down the road, this is going to happen with Garland. And if you're Cleveland, you bring it upon yourself. Number three, you already have Colin Saxton. You drafted the same player last year. 
it's just it just it didn't make sense on a lot of different levels for the Cleveland Cavaliers to do what they did, and then drafted a kid out of Belmont later. Uh, you know, I, <laughs> that was a bad. Did the old Gill uh, tough sale? Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm like, with you. I, I'm with you. There's a lot of things like you look when you're going into. You got to help Beeline out, right? He's a college coach turned pro, and he's not young. He's not going to be here for like ten years, like some of these young coaches. He needs to get traction within the next couple, and then make a run, and pr- probably then call it call it quick. I don't know if he's going to go into his mid-70s, Gabe, but it's not a good start when you're waiting two there's or three never years a run to coming. do something. What? There's never there's never a run coming for Beeline here. That's uh, that's that's this my point. Yeah, it's he's, he's an older guy. Like it, it, you, you needed to get the best ready player right there. You either take Hunter, exactly right, from from Virginia because and he knows that type of player, or Culver. Those are the guys with Culver. You know, you get a defensive guy that can improve his offense and. uh and with Virginia, you saw what Hunter could do defensively. You watched them win those 50, 58 to 56 games and uh, en route to a national championship. You know what He's it is, the Cam? opposite of what you need. It's very, very odd. Beeline system and beeline style, number one, it won't work in the NBA. All right? I hate to I say agree. this. It's very, yeah, it's I'm little, a beeline kinda, guy. It's I a college too. system. Oh, it's it not sure going to work. Like, this little, oh, we'll play defense, play a zone, and hit threes. Yeah, okay, coach. Uh, you realize that the Greek freak's going to break this zone by running right through everyone, right? <laughs> like, like he's he's got this, like, little dream world where, I don't know, and the thing is, Cam, fine. You want to play a college system in the NBA, it'll work for a few weeks, and people are going to figure it out. Um, you better play your system, Cam, with NBA players. You know what I mean? Like, if you say a line comes in, he's got a roster full of NBA guys, and he says, all right, this is what we're going to do. This is the style we're going to play. Fine. Beeline's never coached NBA before. Coming into the NBA, essentially with college players, Cam. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're all, like, he's got a bunch of college kids, 19-year-old kids. Sexton's raw as hell. Now you got Garland. Like, it's amazing to me. You went through all this. You didn't make your team better right now. No, I, not better. I agree. Like, you're not and better, Cam, is- now. Why do you, and you know this, Gabe, why do you play a zone? You play you play a zone because you're basically scared of the other team. Why does it work in college? Because everybody's not NBA players. They yeah, all can't You ever see zones in the NBA? That's no. why you don't. Because guys <laughs> kill zones because they penetrate and shoot daggers. You, you, yeah. you dare. They're going to hit a Syracuse. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, like, Syracuse. if they don't, they're just going to lob it over your zone and dunk yes. it. Man, it's going to be yes. like ugly and easy, yes. actually. That's like, why teams, Jim Boeheim plays a zone. He, he teams are going to say, we've seen the Raptors. The Raptors, like, confuse the hell out of teams, like, in a plus. Like, if the, the, the average fan doesn't see this. They don't talk about the defense and stuff. Or Kyle Lowry had 18 points. Good. Oh, he had nine points. Bad. Right? Like, they don't really know the intricacies of the game. And, like, everybody said the same thing, Cam, about the Raptors. I'm talking about the other teams after. They're, like, they're relentless on defense, and they're confusing. Mm-hmm. Like everyone said the same thing. They're like they don't do the same thing on every yeah, on each possession. They mix it up. Like think about that, Cap. Like there was an intricacy with the Raptors where they were speaking different languages to confuse the Greek freak. Yeah, and then that's he, not happening in Cleveland. <laughs> like different languages. They do. Uh, gold, they golden do. Corral on one. Yeah. Okay. They do. They were like uh, they were like Joel Embiid speaks French and yeah. English. All right. And they're like yeah. he's a smart guy. He speaks French and English. He doesn't speak Spanish. The, the Raptor time. players can speak Spanish. So they were like, they were like, all right, 
when Ibaka and Gasol, when you guys are calling defenses out and you're switching, don't speak in Spanish. Ibaka spoke French uh, the whole time to uh, to Siakam. Like, it was pretty detailed. You know what I'm saying? Like, he would speak French to, to Siakam. He would freak, speak Spanish to Gasol. Like, they would all, like, have different, like, sort of different, like, signs and stuff to do, like, different pickups and, and the switches. And Ben Simmons said it wore him out. Uh, Greek Freak said it was relentless. The Golden State Warriors said it was the best defense they've ever faced. And and you're telling me that John Beeline now, like, his little zone type stuff, and he's got these college kids, like, NBA players are used to dealing with, oh, shit, Kyle Lowry's doing a double switch. I got, I got, uh, I got Kawhi Leonard on my on my weak side. Oh no, here comes Gasol. NBA players are like computers. Like da, 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 they're used to dealing with this. Cam, they're gonna come up the court and they're gonna be like, holy shit, they're playing a zone that I saw in high school. <laughs> you know what exactly. I mean? <laughs> they're just gonna stop and hit the shot and laugh, or they're just gonna go right through it and just lob it in. It won't work. Like obviously, you know, we're being a little bit exaggerated here. That yeah, we are. We are. line's but... not gonna tweak some things, but. It's not going to work. Like, Cam, I love Beeline. It was a dumb move for him to do this. I don't know. I guess you're getting paid. You want to get a kick out of it. But like you said, the Cleveland Cavaliers, by the time that the players that they have on their team are good, he'll be 70 years old, and those players will be free agents and leave Cleveland like everybody else does. Yeah, well, there's a reason why he's he's a college coach. It's a system. And the, the whole example of what you said is the difference in talent levels. When you can play those type of zones, even when he tries to trick up the zones, you know as well as me, Gabe, watching college basketball, there's always a guy on the floor that can't shoot, can't do anything as well. So it makes things a lot easier to play that system. In the NBA, it's the best of the best. That's why they don't play them very often. They'll do it once in a blue moon if they really, really need to trick things up. But it rarely happens. And it's just not the right man for the job. I'll, I'll give you credit. You know, I, I agree with, Garland, with what you said about Garland, too. He's going to be a damn good NBA player. I just don't think it's the right coach, the right fit, the right situation for anything. Phoenix would have been a lot better. You can start from scratch there. Beeline needed veteran players with young guys and just like very simple things. He doesn't have time for guys to, you know, pan out two to three years down the line. He needed something instant, instant gratification. I hate to say it, the, the Cavaliers are going to be one of the worst teams in the league. They're going to be god-awful yeah. this year. You know, you have two first-round picks, and you come out with Garland and Whittler. It's like, uh, yeah, it's, it's not, it's very, very wrong. You know what I mean? It's not against these players, but no. It's just You're dropping yeah. them on the Cleveland Cavaliers, and and not to mention, like I said, they already have Colin Sexton, okay. And to be truthful, Cam, Colin Sexton's IQ, uh, basketball IQ, I should say. I'm not talking about him personally, yeah. but the kid. We're not talking about uh, Draymond Green or Kawhi Leonard in sophistication of basketball IQ with this kid. Like, I don't know if you remember. I can find a coach for you. In fact, the exact quotes. Remember the Cleveland Cavalier players last year? They said, this kid doesn't know how to play basketball. <laughs> like, they, they're, like, they don't, he doesn't know what a pick and roll is. Like, he yeah. doesn't, like, he's explosive, he's athletic. I'll find a quote. Yeah. Like, the players were like, he does not understand the game. And now you're going to play for Beeline? Yeah, it's going to work out well. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. 
Right. I don't know. I don't understand why they tell people to do that too. It's like it's yeah, they always do that. Yeah, yeah. You see like sluts out there, and all of a sudden, next thing you know, Casey Anthony. Yeah, Casey Anthony has the button up librarian. Exactly. It's like, dude. We all see your Instagram where you're skanking out, right? Like, you know. <laughs> She's got skirts way up there at the nightclub. Yeah, more yeah. shots. More shots. I know. It's like, So, Jorge, okay. Jorge actually did it. Like, Jorge got a haircut. He got a haircut, and he wore, like, the stupidest sweater ever, bro. And he had his hands, like, folded, and everything was, oh, your honor, and no, your honor, and yes, sir, and no, sir. He was totally, like, he put on the act, like, one million percent. And basically, long story short, so we were doing a show there in Vegas with, with our buddy of ours. And I was doing a radio show with him on Fox. and uh, But he had, like, a lot of hustles going on. So he had a lot of things. So he had this thing where he got, and I swear to God, like, Jorge is, a, he's a, you know, the guy's from Vegas, and he's a lifer, so. This guy could like uh, sell crap to the bloods. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I used to so, like, the most uh, thing. Yeah, he's a good yeah, salesman. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, he's just a good hustle. He gets a deal. He's like, oh yeah, I got a deal, man. He goes, uh, I'm gonna provide uh, high school football highlights for uh, for like the local uh, local news stations. So like ABC, CBS, yeah. like all the local ones. Like they're gonna pick up his like B-roll material, right? For the for the games. Yep. But he's actually got to film the games, Cam. (laughs) So he he does a great job, too. Like, he does a great job. Like, he got, like, uh, you know, Finley Toyota and Finley this. and like Yeah, like blessing sponsors. Yeah, Yeah, big wins. Yeah, yeah. He got all – he knows them all, right? So, like, he got all the locals and this and that. Um, But being the smart guy that he is – and listen, he didn't do anything that they don't do in our business that any station we've been at, Cam. Yeah. He basically then got high school journalistic, like, wannabes. Kids that were in high school that were going to go to, like, journal and want to get into journalism school after. As an internship. Oh, brilliant. It's actually a brilliant idea by Jorge. He had a bunch of kids outside the high schools filming the games for him. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. It's a great idea. And you said it, Gabe. Guys in our business do that before, but they just lie about the internships. Like, yes. I did mine. I did mine at 680 News. He didn't to get experience. He didn't even lie. He's like, give me a chance. Yeah, give me a chance to get experience. These guys all lie. not getting paid. They all lie. They're saying, come on. Okay, finish the the story. story. There was one kid that, like, did extra. Like, he sort of became our guy. Like, he was sort of like Yang. Like, we were doing the show out of the Luxor every day. (laughs) Nice. The kid was showing up and, like, setting up, and you know what I mean? And whatever. I don't believe that he fully got compensated. So the father showed up. I remember his father showing up at the Luxor and yelling at Jorge and, like, freaking out, like, all this stuff, right? You used my kid and, like, all, you know what I mean? All this stuff. And I'm just sitting there like, this is kind of... Oh, this God, kid. this is great. You know? yes. So... Uh, Lo and behold, dude, a year later, they end up on Judge Joe Brown. Amazing. And the, the lawsuit was that Jorge stiffed the kid for 800 bucks. And Jorge, like, told the kid that the work wasn't good enough to get paid for. Said it wasn't up to, to speed. So you can tell right away, Judge Joe Brown, Judge Joe Brown took Jorge's side right away. 
he was like, uh, you'll, you'll talk when you're spoken to. And he said, like, to the, the guy's father, you could see the guy's father cab just, like, looking it's at him. ready to snap. And he, says, he goes, Mr. Gonzalez is not who he, he's representing himself to be, uh, Mr. Brown. And Horace, <laughs> like, was like, I don't even make money off this. I just do it for the kids because, you know, oh. I want kids to get an opportunity. And then Judge Joe Brown starts yelling at the teenage kid. What gives you the business that you think that your your work is worth money? Oh, like it was, dude. It was one of the funniest freaking things ever, man. They're going down and everything that like the father said. I was like, he's right. Yeah, yeah. that's true. That happened. <laughs> I'm like, go down the list. He's like, he's like a check bounce. He's going off, and I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. like you're witness to this. You were with like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, I'm, yeah. <laughs> Joe Brown's like, I don't care. He's <laughs> like. The guy, like, the, the, when they, after when they ask him, Horace, like, I'm glad justice, like, I'm glad I can help the kids and justice was served. I was like, you're so full of shit. And, like, uh, the father was pissed. He's like, you know, this is a travesty. He's going off after. So it's one of the funny, it's like, if you know the guy, it's just too funny. Like, when you see a buddy of yours on Judge Joe Brown lying through there, I mean, it's just, so you can't make this up. I thought that was bad, Ken. And then our boy, Old Man in Boston, Goes, uh, sit down because you're not gonna be, you're not gonna believe this. Do you remember my uh, my attorney in Buffalo, Carl Miles? Carl Miles, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember Carl Miles. Carl Miles. Michigan State, Michigan State yeah, Spartan. Yeah, Canisius, Michigan State law degree. Yeah. So yeah, that's pretty weird. Carl Miles <laughs> was on Judge Judy the other day, Cam, like last year or something. Amazing. <laughs> Judge Judy. Not representing someone like, oh, you know, like, oh, you, what you're someone said, Morenci, your lawyer is on Judge Judy right now. I have the tape of Judge Judy uh, with, with Carl Miles. He wasn't representing someone, Cam. He was sued uh, uh, and he was on Judge Judy. He was sued by a chicken buffalo who alleged that Carl Miles was drunk. <laughs> And use cocaine during while representing her. It's, it could happen. <laughs> That's crazy. Carl Miles, Carl Miles seemed buzzed on Judge Judy. Wow. Like he was like, I don't know, Your Honor, I have an impeccable reputation. Right. <laughs> and old man's like, Renzi, isn't this your lawyer? Amazing. I'm like, I'm like, holy shit, it is. Too good. Out of all the lawyers in the book, I pick a lawyer that is on Judge Judy being accused of using cocaine during a case. He showed up for you, though, Sober. Come on. Why did the case? Judge Judy. He went on Judge Judy, too. He's undefeated. (laughs) Yeah, no, word of no lie. I am not, I am not, like, there's no exaggeration whatsoever. Like the judge said, like each person, all right, and like, I'll tell you on the other side, like in Buffalo, man, that court's a real piece of work, man. But the judge knows everyone by name. He's like, Linda, I told you, you need to stop taking pills and driving. <laughs> She's like, yeah, I'm sorry, Jerry. Yeah. <laughs> like they knew everyone by first name basis, man. It was a, I'll tell you, 
Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Guys, get in the game at DraftKings Sportsbook, where listeners of the show can get a free, risk-free bet up to 500 bucks. Life is more fun when you got a little skin in the game, so test your skills at DraftKings. The game inside the game. Go to sportsgrid.com slash DK and claim a risk-free bet up to 500 bucks. That's a $500 risk-free bet at DraftKings Sportsbook. When you go to sportsgrid.com slash DK, claim your risk-free bet today. Another quality, uh, quality bonus uh, right there. All right, uh, no Merrill. Merrill's off for the summer. Babano uh, will <laughs> join us. <laughs> Merrill, he gotta love Merrill, right? What's he up to, Marenzi? Remember a long time ago? I told you. I like, told you. I know what. I'm starting to think the same thing. Merrill's one of these guys. Like I don't know what he's got going on, uh, 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 because uh, he, it's uh, he's got something going on. You think Jorge has uh, hands in the pies? I think Steve Merrill's got some hands in pies. Got a lot of different <laughs> things going on. Yeah, no, I, I told you, Steve Merrill's got some sort of a secret, like. I think he runs a daycare center. Like, oh, that's my random. <laughs> daycare center. <laughs> yeah, I've always, I've always. Got a hit, got a hit. Yeah, I don't. I, yeah, I've always wondered. Like, like you say, yeah, so yeah, Merrill's off, uh, Merrill's off uh, for the summer. Um, so is Teddy, actually. Teddy, Teddy's yeah. off uh, starting next Saturday. Or next, uh, yeah, next Saturday. But like, uh. He has one more hit with us next Thursday, but he shuts it down like next next week. Interesting. So Mark Lawrence, he's the one guy who goes through the summer, all business. Mark Lawrence, Mark Lawrence plows through. Mark Lawrence, don't play around. Play book, don't play. Um, yeah. So uh, Babano will join us. See, just quickly about so uh, the the um, the lawyer. The uh, yeah. So Carl Miles in Buffalo. Everything. Everything that when I went there to Buffalo, everything Buffalo happened when I went to court camp twice. I had to go twice. Like that's why it got really annoying. You know what I mean? Because I had to pay miles twice and stuff. Yeah, it's I like, know. You know, it turned into like you know, like another three hundred and another four hundred. It was like, oh, gosh, I, like it's, really? it's a nightmare. I know it's a gouge like, job. You know, twice. Brutal. Are you serious? I got to go back. So the first time. So basically, guys, I took a leak at a Buffalo Bill game. All right. It was halftime. I was drunk, and there was uh, the the Bill Stadium's a dump, and there's no there's like one bathroom, let's you know, per concourse type thing, and it's not even a bathroom. It's like you piss against the wall. It's a trough and stuff. Like I yeah, hate yeah, that it's stuff. A, yeah, yeah, yeah. The old it's steel. It's not trough. even it's like what, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, what like, cow, basically it's like you're going to a dairy farm and cows are sitting there in the trough. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, not it's, a real. And, doesn't and feel like game, It's nasty, right? So. Whatever the line was, it was a massive line and stuff. But there was sort of like the parking lot, and there's a fence, and you know, there's no one around. Basically, they had basically they had like a trap set up, like they literally got like 200 of us, like throughout the day. They knew it was like la di da, like there was like a bathroom, and you sort of looked around, and there was like a little hill. <laughs> like it was just like the perfect storm of people are gonna walk over there, piss there, and we're gonna bust them. So I got caught in a urination ring. <laughs> True. Uh, 
So I thought I was getting kicked out, basically. Like, they came up to me, they grabbed me, and I was like, well. And it was right, right, like, in the parking lot. Like, you're right, there's a fence. But I'm in the stadium on the stadium side of the fence. But, like, it's hard to describe. Like, it's not much of a stadium there, guys. It's kind of like a, you know, it's a parking lot with a fence and some seats and some concrete. <laughs> so I thought I was just getting kicked out. But, no, no, long story short, I got handcuffed. I got detained and the whole nine yards. So I actually had to go back to court, and I got charged with uh, exposure. Not indecent exposure, but exposure. Fortunately, it wasn't indecent exposure. So I had to go back to court, and the first time I go back to Buffalo, there's a there's a freaking fire camp. Yeah, total like Buffalo, isn't it? Like Tonawanda. Yep, they shut it down. I was there. I made it there somehow, but. You know, they came on over the speaker. Oh, we're sorry. There's a fire. Like you said, Tonawanda and the roads and like, oh, there's problems. And there's another fire. Like, there was like too many fires in Buffalo at the same time. <laughs> the lawyers and the judges couldn't get there on time camp. So they had to reschedule it. I'm like, are you effing shitting me, man? <laughs> so I have to go back like a month later again. I got to go back again. And uh, that's it. So I'm in, I'm there and I'm waiting. And like I said, Cam, you got to, bro, like you could do a reality TV show at this place. Right? It was like, um, so it's kind of like a small courtroom and courthouse and stuff. And they have like two rooms, but there's basically like one main sort of room. And like, it's express, Cam. You get like it, they keep it rolling. Oh, yeah. Right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I've been to court before. Small stuff. Ding, 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 ding. They just want you out. Big docket. I so, get it. Everyone's sitting there. And one by one, you get up. And you go like, ready to meet. So like everyone's sitting there. And every single person, Cam, the judge knew. You know what I mean? Like every one of them. Like I said, he's like, Linda. This is the third time you've been arrested for taking pills and driving. He's like, and like he, he was like the nicest, was like a grandpa, like bitching at like your, his grandkids. You know what I mean? He's like, you know, I don't want to do this, but I'm taking your car from you. And like, you know, it was like, so like he really he didn't put anyone in jail. And I saw like everything was like, don't do this again. You're fine and stuff. But he knew everybody. So when he got to me, he actually said, he goes, oh, somebody I don't know. Like, he actually said that. He goes, I don't, I don't know you. He goes, you've never been here before, right? And uh, I said, no, sir, I've never been here. <laughs> and so he reads out, like, you know, it's right out of, like, a TV show. He basically, like, what do we have here? And he looks. And uh, then he just, like, sort of shakes his head. <laughs> He's, like, urinating in public at a Buffalo Bill game. <laughs> <laughs> and... <laughs> And uh, he's like, what do you and your, what do you, uh, your counsel have to say for yourselves? Carl Miles Cam looks at him. I think the guy's name was Sullivan. He's like, Judge Sullivan, come on. <laughs> That's all he said. I, lo- I love that. <laughs> come on. Come on. Like, he said, come on. That's all he said. No, there was no, nothing. He goes, yeah, legal. He said, come on. He said, come on. Like, <laughs> The judge looks at me. And I, was, I just hit it out so fast. Can he just looked at me? He said, do you think you can refrain from uh, urinating in our county for the next six months? <laughs> I said, yes, sir. He's like, charge dismissed. Yeah, exactly. The best part is, and I got my money back. Uh, they, they gave me my $100 uh, money back on the way out to the bank. Oh, that's great. 
That's great. Oh, the cow pause I, that. That. I, I thought they I thought they kept that. That's the uh, no, wow. No, I, I got crazy. it back because I showed up. Unbelievable. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I was surprised. Bitching. It's funny. They're bitching for money about their thing. You think that, they, you know, you, they'd keep that and go, ah, it's like a service fee type of thing. No, but, no, uh, I know, I know. Wow. It's kind of weird. Say, Screw you. You're keeping the money. But no, no, I got, yeah, on the way out, they were like, oh, and he said, and see, whatever. I was like, why? And lo and behold, well, you got to sign something too. But yeah, when I signed on the way out, boom, they gave me a $100 bill back. <laughs> People don't know if you've never been <laughs> to court like, before. For small stuff, Marenzi, I'm going to give people a public service message. Be your own lawyer for, for small stuff. The amount of money you pay in fees for nothing, like for exactly your thing. You could have walked in there and said, hey, man, you know, I made a mistake at a Bills game, and he dismisses it. The problem is, when you're yeah. in these things, they make you get lawyers and stuff like that, and that keeps uh, the skids greased. Trust me, I know. Well, I, I, they, I, they, they fancied a it up. Time. I could have done it myself. If I just would have been charged with pissing at a Bills game, I would have been like, yeah, whatever. What's the fine? Yeah. But the thing is, I got hit with exposure. Yeah, that's a problem. That's, that's why I was concerned, yeah. right? I was like, I, I can't like, I can't have exposure. <laughs> you know no, you can't. No, you can't. That's a big difference. I mean, urination yeah. and exposure, two different things. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I think we could just say I pissed at a Bills game. <laughs> like, exposed to this yeah, exposure. That, that would have been nice, yeah. <laughs> Bills won, though, for the record. Bills won that. Yeah, yeah. I was there. I did see the I second half, too, in the cell. <laughs> I was the one who got you. I remember, I, I, I remember the other time, too, we ran into those chicks that we knew, and then we went to, like, uh, TGF Fridays because the, the Colts-Bears game was the late game. And uh, I, I, White Abdul was there, night. too. Yeah, yeah I, lost I remember. We, yeah, we rushed <laughs> to get that bet in. Uh, that was a good idea. What a, what a train wreck that day was. And the worst thing about it, people, I go to get Gabe out of jail, and they're all having fun. Yay, the Bills games. But there's no TV in the reception area. So all the people that are waiting to get, you know, the girlfriend to get their husband out or whatever, they're all, we're all sitting there like stooges, and the game's on in the, the, the waiting area. What a joke. You might as well go to prison. <laughs> At least you get to watch the game. Yeah, it sucked, though. It sucked because yeah, it was it was it was rainy. It was uh it was rainy, and uh, man, it was all cold and damp and stuff like in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm not a fan. Like I said, I'm not a fan of um, I'm not a fan of uh, Orchard uh, Orchard Park, Park, New York. Man. Yeah, no, no, no. Like anytime they talk about moving, I say yes. I say yes. You know, Cam, I don't know what they're doing here. Like. Well, they should have a downtown a stadium. That's, yeah, well, that's the thing. The bottom line Pacula is. has a lot of money, right? And That's the thing. The, NFL, the NFL has told them, like, again, like, recently. I agree. Like, Goodell is from Buffalo, so they're not going to take them, but they're getting tired of it. And I know. Buffalo said, hey, guys, you have the worst stadium in the league by far. We really do, Ken. Besides maybe Jacksonville. That's like the old stadium. Like, and their stadium's nicer. Like, Ralph Wilson Stadium, guys, is a freaking dump. And Pagula said, oh, no, we renovated it. It's like camera two Drew said. He goes, they painted the concourse wall black. Like, they basically, like, they're like, look, the concrete's falling apart. Let's paint it black so you can't tell. Like, that was the renovation. They painted everything black, and they put a couple of Bill's big plastic, like, nice fancy Bill logos on the wall. And they're like, new stadium. It's like, it's not a new stadium. It's just, you know, it's a layer of paint. The Goodell knows this. So now, Cam... Pagula is doing a study whether he should uh, renovate the stadium that they're at or build a downtown Buffalo stadium. I mean, come on, man. Come on. You don't need a study. Here's the thing. And I know because I go to Buffalo a lot. 
I used to go a lot when our, the dollar was good, but, uh, you know, me and Lisa used to go to Niagara Falls, New York, stay at the hotel, the cheap little uh, uh, Holiday Inn Express and gamble there because the drinks were free. We saved more money even with the Canadian dollar because of booze at Niagara Falls Casino. It's $8, $10 a drink, 15 for a double. What am I? What am I, rich? Like I was dropping three, $400 in the casino. That's not happening. We go to Buffalo, same thing, Gabe. Been to a million Bills games, million Sabres games. There's a perfect, perfect piece of land down there. People don't know how nice downtown Buffalo is. It is the per- the fact that you're in Orchard Park is ridiculous. They need to have a stadium downtown. The Sabres play downtown. Figure it out, and it'll be amazing. You, it's like a one-stop shop. They should not be in Orchard Park. I'm with you 100%. Like, this needs to be fixed very, very soon. You're right, because after a while, the commission's going to say, screw off, guys. Like, you got to do better, because the stadium there is an absolute train wreck. It, it's a, it's uh, a shit the stadium, show. The stadium's it's in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, it's that's in another the middle thing. of nowhere. Yeah, good luck to get there. there. Yeah. The thing is, it's not Buffalo. Like the stadium's not even Buffalo. So people can say, "Oh, you can't move the team because of tradition." This, no, 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 no. Like, there's no Orchard Park is a rich community to begin with, Cam. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's a rich community. They use the bills. They gouge. They just they set up traps to rip off Bill fans and make money. Like Carl Miles told me, the hustle basically. You know, like, they make, like, $200,000 a week, Cam, in tickets at Bill's game. $200,000, that county. <laughs> That's why they don't want to give it up. They're making, like, $800,000 a month sure. busting people yeah. at Bill's game, bro. Cash grab. Oh, yeah. It's lucrative. Very like, lucrative. I, did, I, did, I got my bail back. I didn't get the fine back. I still got fine, Cam. Like, Orchard Park still kept my money. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I didn't get that money back. I just got my money back to get out. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, How much was the a, fine? Like, it was uh, uh, 400 bucks. 400, yeah, yeah. They don't screw around. Yeah, that's not a, that should be like a hundred dollar, hundred and a lot for taking a piss. They really gouge you. Cops in Canada will just tell you, hey, asshole, what are you doing? And they keep driving. Like, exactly. Yeah, I've never seen anyone get arrested for taking a leak on the street of my life, man. You? <laughs> never. No, nope. never. 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 From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Around the corner, Ranger Renna and Cam Stewart will get us caught up to date. Yep. Uh, we pick up the pieces uh, following the NBA uh, draft. We talked about uh, Zion Williamson is going to be uh, playing uh, R.J. Barrett on July 5th in Las Vegas, Nevada. Zion Williamson goes first overall. Jamarant goes second uh, overall. Yet, I don't know. I know it was the Zion show last night, but it felt to me, Cam, and I know Yang's uh, stoked about this. It felt to me like it was like R.J. Barrett or something last night. That's right, baby. That's right. R.J. Like Barrett sorta, is a Nick, baby. It was like, yeah, Zion Williamson, you're number one and and everything. But 
RJ Barrett is about to. Uh, I think RJ Barrett is a very, very live shot to win Rookie of the Year at plus four fifty. I I agree hundred percent. Zion Williamson you, I love- is minus four fifty. That's not and, that's a bad bet. Like that's ESPN's bet. gonna be, you know, they're gonna track him, they're gonna monitor him and everything. But he's on the Pelicans, and it does doesn't it doesn't have that thing. And I hate to say it, guys, different sports, it's true. Like there's different biases and stuff. And you know this, Cam. The NBA's an East Coast league, bro. Like the media, sure, yeah, yes. you got LeBron, they're blowing everything, but it's an East Coast league. All right. Like the media is East Coast. The, the headquarters down the street here. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like SEC is in Southern country. Like there's, you know, college football. Yes. So where I'm going with this is Zion's going to be out there in football country. He won't even be on the front page of their paper. The Saints will be. RJ Barrett's going to be all over New York. Man. On TV, media, scoring points. He's going to score a lot. Yeah, he's going to do yeah. a lot. You score 18 points a game as a rookie with the New York Knicks. You're going to win rookie of the year. RJ Barrett, the Maple Mamba. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. News update. Love the Maple Mamba. MF. Live action, fellas, as Yang would say. Games in progress. The Mets coming back. They now have a 5-4 to four lead on the Cubs. Bottom seven. Cubs, nobody on. Two outs in that game. We have some news, too, from Major League Baseball. Texas Rangers infielder as Drupal Cabrera suspended four games. Remember, he went bonkers last night, throwing equipment on the field after being ejected. He will appeal. We have a busy, busy sked. Let's take a look at the betting board tonight. Four games at 7.05. Houston and the Yankees. Yankees minus a buck 65, nine and a half. Peacock and Paxton. Pinstripes getting healthier too. Aaron Judge returning to the lineup after a two-month absence. He will bat leadoff for the Yankees tonight. Atlanta at Washington. Nats laying 45 cents. Nine. Dallas Keuchel making his MLB debut this year for the Atlanta Braves versus Steven Strasburg. Should be a great one there. And Josh Donaldson. Still with the Braves. He won his appeal. He won't serve any time for a part in a brawl versus the Pittsburgh Pirates. No suspension. Rest of the board, 705. Miami and Philly. Phil's minus 268 and a half. Alcantara and Nola. 705 action. San Diego and Pittsburgh. Yar, the Pirates laying 15 cents. Lauer versus Musgrove. Nine is your total. We got a pair at 710. Detroit at Cleveland Indians minus 195. Seven and a half. Boyd and Bauer. Toronto at Boston. Red Sox biggest favorite. Minus 345. Thornton versus Sale. Eight and a half. Uh, White Sox, it's Rangers. Rangers minus 145, 11 and a half. Lopez and Heredo. 8-10 action. Cincy and the Brew Crew. Brew Crew minus 25 cents, 8 and a half. Gray versus Anderson. A pair at 815. Minnesota laying 60 cents at KC. Harris versus Junas, 10 and a half. Angels, 15 cent favorites at St. Louis. Canning versus Waka, total nine. 940, we got the D-backs and Giants. D-backs minus 135. Zermarja versus Clark. 10 is your total. 10.07 action. Tampa Bay. Playing 15 cents at Oakland, 9, Kittridge and Anderson. And at 2 at 10, 10, Colorado and the Dodgers. Dodgers minus 207, Marquez and Bueller. Baltimore at Seattle. Mariners minus 149 is your total. Joe Martin versus Leaky Roof. Nine there. We got college baseball World Series action right now, Gabe. And good news for you. 
The Michigan Wolverines laying it on thick. They're now up 8-3 to three on Texas Tech in the bottom of the six. Big, big, big runs and comeback by Michigan in this one. Despite reports saying the New Orleans Saints are willing to pay receiver Michael Thomas, make him the highest paid receiver, two sides still apart. Thomas's camp asking for $22 million in average salary. That would make him the highest paid, but right now, Odell Beckham Jr. of the Browns makes $18 million a year. He's the highest paid, so these sides $4 million apart. Thomas, a fantastic season, over 1,400 yards, 125 catches, nine touchdowns. Seven months after suffering a gruesome leg injury, Alex Smith opened up for the first time today. Skins quarterback will shed the external fixator on his right leg in four to six weeks. Then he can begin some light jogging action. The 35-year-old will not be playing football this year. He hopes to be back in the league maybe next year. Um, after this, we got uh, some interesting news, too. Jets running back Le'Veon Bell uh, has a problem keeping track of his jewelry. He couldn't describe the thieves who stole his jewelry. The reason he says the two chicks who stole the jewelry were naked, he doesn't know anything else other than the fact they were naked. No identifications possible. The women accused of stealing close to $500,000 worth of jewelry from Bell's Florida home. In the NBA, Miami exercising their uh, option on Hassan Whiteside for the next contract. The 2019-20 season, Whiteside will be under contract after signing a four-year, $98 million deal with the Heat back in 2016. Whiteside, now 30 years old, very solid, over 12 points a game and over 11 boards in 72 games this season with the Heat. NHL draft tonight from Vancouver, B.C. Things get going 8 o'clock Eastern, 5 Pacific. The Devils on the clock with the number one pick, Rangers 2, Chicago 3. The Toronto Maple Leafs free agent Mitch Marner not interested in signing for a max term deal. This according to Darren Dreger of TSN. Marner will become eligible to receive offer sheets from other teams once free agency opens up on July 1st. He had a great year last season with the Leafs, 94 points in 82 games. There's been mutual interest between Nashville and free agent Corey Perry. This according to the Athletics' Pierre Lebron. The Blackhawks also showing interest in the 34-year-old sniper. He had 36 goals the last two years in Anaheim. The Preds have scored the third fewest goals among playoff teams this past year. They desperately need some scoring. Perry bought out by the Ducks Wednesday after 14 years in Anaheim. CFL football, Mike Riley returns as a BC Lion to Edmonton tonight. Should be a good one. Friday night football, Edmonton right now, three-point favorites, over under 55, game time, 9 o'clock Eastern, 6 Pacific, round two of the PGA's Travelers. Zach Zucker, the current leader at minus 11. Andrew Putnam, one back. Jason Day and Paul Casey, four off the pace. Lots of guys playing well and going low. I'm Cam Stewart, everybody. Stick around. Hour two of Red Heat and Rage Radio. We're going to talk to Bobano, break down some CFL, the MLB card, and anything else in the sporting menu. Hour two, Red Heat and Rage, coming up next. All you have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to you. Game time decisions. All right, let's roll. Game time decisions, Red Heat and Rage, our radio, Fantasy Sports, our radio network. I am Gable Morenci, is Cam Stewart. And I see right now the Las Vegas Review Journal uh, talking a little horse racing. And uh, Cam, you know this track? I don't know this one. Uh, Arizona Downs. No, I, uh, it must be a B track. Like, I usually, it's funny. I play, you know, like right now I'm watching the horse racing channel. They got Churchill Downs up, Belmont, yeah, yeah, Gulfstream, yeah. and Santa Anita. Those are all A tracks. So I don't know that track. A, probably a B track. What's yeah, up? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, Arizona Downs suspends live racing amid simulcast dispute. I never really thought about this before, but basically Arizona Downs is the closest. Uh, it's the closest racetrack uh, to Las Vegas. They're saying closest track to Vegas uh, has has an issue here. And I was just thinking about it, Cam. 
I guess the I guess the casinos don't want a, a racetrack in Vegas, but would it make sense, like horse racing, to have a track in Vegas? Yes, it would. And the thing is, it's one of the things like we talk about the A's game being blacked out, the Dodgers game being blacked out. The beautiful thing is all the racetracks are going there, right? Like I watch when I'm down in Vegas, I go to the yeah, Port Vegas Sports is a big, a big race town. There's a lot it's of race huge. there. Yes. And a lot of retirees who play horses all day. Let me tell you this, as you know, Gabe, living in there, they treat the horse players at the South Point and local casinos better than the sports gamblers are basically like the guys are going to rob you. The horse players get treated. Hey, sir, would you like a coffee? Would you like a beer? Like they get treated like guests want to be treated uh, way better than the sports gamblers. So, yeah, it would make a lot. It'd make a lot of sense. I don't understand why they don't have one. Hell, they got like, enough this is land. A new track. Yeah. It's a new track. <laughs> so and this just opened. It just opened in uh, in May. Actually, that's why we didn't know about it. All yeah, right. Uh, here it is. This is in Vegas. What kind of fool drives eight hours in a day to see horses run in circles? You're reading the words of such a man. I couldn't attend the opening day Friday at Arizona Downs, but I sure wasn't going to miss day two. Uh, so I hit the, hit the road early Saturday and shot down the U.S. 93, uh, east on Interstate 40, then south on Arizona State Route 89 to arrive at Prescott Valley's uh, track shortly before. Great story behind the resurrection, resur- resurrection of the former y- y- Yavapai Downs, which closed in 2010. All right, so I guess they had the uh, the track. The track was already there, and they just reopened it. But now there's a simulcast. All right. Yeah, so you know what, Cam? It's the the casinos. They don't want to lose all those old guys that are there every day. Exactly. They, they would block <laughs> it, but they should they should have it, though. You know, like they, The casino should like open the track and own it together. Know, who, know what casino would do it? The home of uh, racing in Vegas, Treasure Island. When we were down there, we met the guy. He's a, like a big Texas. He's kind of like, yeah, bigger than life, like oil guy. I remember I met him when I was doing some stuff with Blessing. He was talking to Derek Stevens from the D and all these other guys. I don't know. Like, it was just, but apparently, Gabe, Treasure Island's where they have all those big horse tournaments where they bring in people from the world and they play you no know, contests, like kind of like DFS contests for horse racing where guys are walking away with millions of dollars. <laughs> That's hardcore at Treasure Island. Game time yeah, decisions. They just Good point. I agree with that. Why not put your name on it? Ready for Rage Radio. <laughs> the Maple Mamba. The Maple Mamba. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Maple Mamba, R.J. Barrett. Maple Mamba, baby. Maple Mamba, baby. That's what I'm talking about. Hey, listen, I've been telling Frank and everybody here some from the jump that, you know, had the Knicks, uh, even with the number one pick, I would have still took uh, R.J. Barrett. I think he was more ah. NBA ready. I think he has a better mid-range jumper. He has more to develop. Um, that high-flying act that uh, Zion is upside. Yeah, bigger upside. Yeah, bigger upside. And, and and the way I look at it too, um, you know, if we lose out on any of these top free agents, we still got a young core of young players that we can like 
really build and work on, man. And I think yeah, yeah. I brought this up this morning though. We took we take calls this morning, and Nick fans are like, you know, we missed out on all the free agents. Free agency free hasn't started yet. Started yet. yet? Exactly. Yeah, like because Woj hasn't reported. Like, no, like I said this morning, Kevin, I'm missing something. Did I miss free agency? Did everyone sign? <laughs> I mean, whether the Knicks get one or not, I'm I'm happy with the pick, man. I think like there's a lot of players out there. Yeah, still there yet. is. There Get is. Out. Don't Absolutely. Worry. It's all good. Yeah. I, I Let's worry. remember something. I'm Let's just happy they something. actually drafted a good player. These guys in the yeah, you said it, Gabe. These guys at ESPN put up these reports. Well, you know what? A lot of times these reports are basically throwing ten things at it. Maybe one thing sticks, and until July six, there's going to be a lot of available players. So everyone needs to ch- chill out, settle down. I'm with you. And Gabe, the question is, what's New Orleans going to do? Because they have so many damn guys. They can't keep everybody. They're going to be wheeling and dealing. Trust me, Yang, after July 6th, it's going to be a party. We're going to have new, like, that's the thing. It's going to be the dog days of summer, Gabe. But NBA news is just going to be front and foremost, right? As you said, then summer league right there. It's, it, it all coincides with each other. But that would be great. I mean, we already got a maple mamba. It would be nice to get a maple syrup, baby. <laughs> that's the, uh, the delicious. <laughs> well, they sell maple syrup in New York. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Canada. Yeah, you know, we'll get, the, the real stuff's really expensive, too. Me and Gabe talk about that. There's a difference between table syrup and maple syrup. Maple syrup costs a lot of money. $15, um, the good stuff, yeah. Yeah, R.J. Barrett, perfect fit uh, perfect fit for the New York Knicks. Agreed. Um, you know, free agency hasn't, hasn't begun yet. It'll be interesting to see if the New York Knicks are still in on Kevin Durant. If I was the Knicks, I would be uh, still on Kevin Durant. Me personally, a player, there's a couple of players that people aren't talking about enough, in my opinion. And, you know, this guy, he's a DFS kingpin. I love the guy. And, you know, I. it's, it's amazing to me. He was like the only Laker that was good. And, of course, they got rid of him because they're the Lakers and that's what they do. Is uh, Julius Randle. I like Randle, Ju- too. Julius Randle, guys. Like, what, what, did, what was Julius Randle's stats this year? Like, what, 22 and 12? Type of deal, like like elite numbers. Like I, it's amazing to be, you know, the Lakers trade him, and you know, oh, he must not be good if you know LeBron didn't want him. LeBron's an idiot, all right. LeBron's a good player. LeBron's a great player. LeBron's a horrible general manager. LeBron like um, is not Julius Julius Randle. Twenty one point four points a game, close to nine boards and three point one assists. That's pretty damn good. Yeah. So and look I'm, at this. Look at what Julius Randle. Look at the progression. As a rookie, uh, well, he didn't play, you know, the one game. I'm talking about he played. So, first year he plays 81 games, 11.3 points per game. 11, point, uh, 11 points a game, uh, 10 rebounds a game. So, as first year he plays in the NBA, he averages a double-double cap. Uh, next year, same thing. He improves to 13.2 points per game, and he loses a rebound or two. Then he jumps up to 16 points a game, and now he's just elevated his game, as you stated, to, to 21 here. Um, so 20, 21 points a game, eight rebounds a game, and three assists. 21, eight, and three. And he's still developing. He's still a young player. Uh, you know, we're, we're talking about a guy that's only played basketball for three years uh, in yep. the NBA. This guy puts up, like, monster freaking numbers, man. And people just don't talk about him. He was buried in New Orleans. People, like, in L.A., it was it was a circus. Uh, do we have a battle, actually, uh, Yang? 
God. Oh, okay. <laughs> you would never know what he's. Babano's like a, a serial right, killer right, now. Right. He's got yeah, a I know, I know, know. Hero. box. Maybe I'm not saying you I didn't hear any batter's box. box. No, no, you did it. Yeah. I'm with no, Dave you this it. time, but, but you're very good, uh, Yang, but I didn't hear in the Don't batter's job this week, Yang, but yeah, there's hey, no, I, I know what I heard? Maple Mamba. Back to live okay. action, fellas. Sean did this earlier in the week where he didn't tell me that there was a guest on Holt Lake. Yeah. What yeah, up, Babano? Yeah, what's up? <laughs> we, we're having communication issues here this week, Babano, at our network. But what's up, Babano? <laughs> I'm here. I'm here. I'm all good. Yes. Uh, by the way, uh, Gabe, are you, are you following Michigan in this College World Series? They're crushing yeah, Texas they're Tech kick, right now. 12-3. Yep. They're kicking them 12-3, Marenzi. Uh, Texas Tech scored yep. early. I'll tell you something. Next to Vanderbilt, Michigan might be one of those play-on teams in this uh, damn tournament here, Gabe. They're scoring runs at a nice pace. Yeah, they're, they really are rolling right now. They were plus 100 uh, today uh, against uh, against Texas Tech. And also impressive, some, too. Because if Michigan... Impressive. Michigan wins today, they advance. If they lost, they play again tomorrow. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's always sort of complicated how they do these things. Is, but so, but Michigan handles their business uh, and gets to move on. And the massive thing it's is the same Luke format Gett- they use. It's the same it's the same format they use for the Little League World Series, double elimination type of deal. Yeah. yeah. So uh and Lou Lou brought it up last week about this. It's very critical, guys. To, to get out as quick as you can in these games. Like I was reading, uh, we, I talked about it this morning, actually, uh, about Vanderbilt, that kid, uh, Kumar Rocker, the pitcher. Yeah, Rocker's it's amazing. unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, he's a freshman. He's unbelievable. Yeah, 19 strikeouts and no no hitter. He he's followed stupid. that up uh, the other day in the game we watched against Mississippi State. And I was reading about it, and, like, Vanderbilt, like, haven't played any extra games, guys, like, along the way getting here. So basically, going into Omaha, the rotation is perfectly set. Yeah, because that's, that's what happens at college. Like, because let's say it was Michigan and Texas Tech tomorrow, Babano, you're freaking desperate, bro. You don't win, you're out. So you don't care. It's like you don't care what like there are three days rest and like it's all hands on deck because you got to get through. And it often happens, Cam. You, I've seen it, man, over the years in the College Baseball World Series. The team had no choice; they used their ace to get in. You know what I mean? Yeah, and then they don't have them. Like once they're there, that's the scary thing. Vanderbilt, I guess, like their top three pitchers are locked and loaded, ready to go. Um, their bullpen is fresh. Vanderbilt, to me, and, and listen, I don't pretend yeah, to be a college baseball expert, but it looks to me from what I've seen of this, Vanderbilt are clearly the team to beat, Ken. Yeah, well, when you see these games too, and Babano can attest to this, Vanderbilt is minus two forty tonight. And these teams that are yep. there are good. That that tells you yeah. we don't see minus two forties. We see minus one twenty one thirty. Like no hitter, yeah, six yeah, six exactly. one. Like yeah, like they're they're handling their business. We we have Vanderbilt, some breaking news. Breaking news too, Gabe. Yeah. Uh, from baseball, yeah. very very big news actually for the Oakland A's. If you have anything, uh, Montas, the pitcher, their best pitcher, suspended eighty games, PEDs. So uh, Oakland A's man, uh, this guy was the key to their rotation. Frankie Montas, 80 games, performance-enhancing drugs, more to come. Just breaking wow. story there. That's a wow. lot of games. <laughs> and I've got – uh, pitching well. <laughs> yeah. Well, we Leave it to Oakland to have the guy pitching well end up doping up because maybe being the cause. We'll have to see, though. Maybe it was accidental. I'm sure he might and claim we have, that. Oh, yeah, 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 sure. Um, um, accidental. <laughs> <laughs> He's got good stuff, that guy, too. Uh, and another breaking news, actually. Although it's not factual, it's rumor. Uh, but Elliot Friedman uh, just reported, and uh, Cam, this could affect you. What, the P.K. Suban? Yeah. Your take. Yeah. Yeah. P.K. Suban 
rumored to, to be traded to the um, to the Toronto Maple Leafs. And uh, if not, it's sort of, you know, you, you the Mitch Marner situation going on with the Leafs. But And yeah. Mitch Marner, they're going to handle that. Everything's going to work out. I, but, I think so. I think so. But I don't know about the Leafs, but I do believe this. I don't know. PK might rub people the wrong way. It is true, even though he's a nice guy in real life. But as a teammate, I, I think he does sort of rub people some wrong way. Nashville, to be honest, it hasn't worked. You know, they almost they have to, like, shake things up a little bit. I get it. And I sort of believe the rumor that they're, they're he's on the block because Friedman says the Leafs want him, but so do the Vancouver Canucks. So the Vancouver Canucks in the mix for P.K. Subban right now. They have, and the thing is, and I'll get Babano's comment too, the Vancouver Canucks have tons of money when it comes to the salary cap compared to the Leafs just under $8 million. Uh, what's going to happen with, uh, you know, the situation with Marner? But uh, no, Vancouver might be a player now. they got a couple good young players. We'll get Babano's uh, comments after we take the break, Gabe. But I don't think he's going to go there. We'll see. A lot of guys want Marner too. It's going to be interesting. I could see BK Subban getting traded, though. Yeah, maybe it could happen. Maple Mamba continues. Gang's fired up today. Maple Mamba. Sure is. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. More breaking news. It just keeps coming. Oh, I know. I'm typing like a madman here. What we got going Hazel on? May. Yes. Hazel May has just tweeted four minutes ago. Yes. Source confirms Vladimir Guerrero Jr. will participate in this year's All-Star Home Run Derby. Hey, perfect. Good stuff. He's actually barely slumping right now, but he's um, a young player. He's a yeah. young player, man gonna get better this is, this is I, the growing pains hey let's remember one thing there's one thing to say this is all you have to say and we'll like put the gavel down case dismissed mike trout once got sent down too he's the best damn player in baseball don't worry about vladimir guerrero jr baseball is very different than any other sport you'll get it he's working hard too he's showing up earlier taking a lot more bp he'll be fine everyone needs to settle down as you say game uh, settle down oh listen i've got i've got no panic no, I'm talking uh, about I other just, people. People here, baseball, they don't know what the hell's going on. Oh, where is he hitting? He's a kid. I want to say, though, that uh, he shouldn't be in the home run derby. No, he hasn't done enough. I agree. But it's he, he shouldn't name. be in it. He should, like uh, it, like you said, I mean, what, what's the kid's batting average? You know, you smack a couple of balls in, in batting practice. I love the kid, but, you know, you got to earn it. You know what I mean? And like, yep. uh, whatever. It's entertainment. I get it. So I don't want to be that crusty guy. That, or, or, but even me, if I'm the Jays, I I would tell them no. I don't know. Now listen, I'm not going to publicly sorry you're not doing this because the Jays need any positive attention they can get. But if I was his father, even I would have said, don't do this. Like, you haven't do it next year. You know what I mean? Yeah. Let's let's get let's, 
let's worry about hitting regular pitching in a game here, kid. Like as opposed to crushing baseballs. You know, I don't want to be that old crusty guy, but I guess I'm that old crusty guy. I, I don't think he should be in the derby. He, he hasn't really earned it. it. He hasn't earned it. Number one, and number two, the kid's struggling. You know, what I mean, I listen. If Vladimir Guerrero, if he was hitting 318 and he had you know 13 home runs already, it would be like eh, eh, put the kid in. He's struggling, man. You know what I mean? And now you're putting him in. There's enough guys that can entertain us that like have like earned to be in in this thing. Uh, but hey, that's just me. They put young guys in it before, but not like this uh, before. I would just wait if I was Guerrero. It's it's gonna be there, kid. It's gonna be there next year too, yeah, and a year after. Like uh, I would have waited, but uh, but Bano PK Subban deals. What do you think? Well, first of all, Vladdy. I mean, I think it's a pomp and circumstance and the name recognition of Vladimir Guerrero Jr. as Vlad Sr.'s son. I think that's part of the reason MLB would want him in a home run derby, the spectacle. They know the home run power he's got. But, you know, if you're looking at merit, people being in a home run derby based on merit and what they've done so far uh, this to this point in the MLB season – you know, it's it's hard to make a case for Vlad in the home run derby based on that. He is struggling, and there has been adjustment period. I think people got misled a little bit and assumed he's just crushing the minor league pitching, that he's just going to come up here immediately and destroy major league pitching. doesn't work that way. There's an adjustment period. He's finding that out right now. Yeah, exactly. He doesn't need yep. more glorified batting practice camp. Like, I, I don't like this. I don't like it. Like, and I will it's say like this, he's, though. He's, only, being, he's, saying, being, yeah. he's being rewarded. He's yes. also being rewarded for nothing. nothing. Yeah. Like, you're, and listen, you're, you're in the bigs and you got, you know, you're in here because of the media and the pressure. And quite frankly, you weren't ready. We saw see this. He wasn't ready. I'm critical of Shapiro and I'm critical of Atkins. They were bang on about this in, in spring training when people were like, oh, about the team. And it wasn't just about the contract. They said, this kid isn't ready to play every day. He's not in shape. Like, you read between the lines. They said what he proves, like, a lot of things that he needs to prove. And he's not there yet. But at some point, and I don't have a problem with it, at some point, he's got to go through this growing pain. Like you said, Kev, everybody's going to get exposed. You know what I'm saying? Peyton Manning led the league in interceptions in his rookie year. Everyone's going to get exposed, right? Like, Mm -hmm. you're going to have to go through it and get beat up, man. You're the new kid on the block. It's the way it is. But you don't go to the damn home run derby. Yeah, like I, it's just it, it's wrong to me. Like you know, I'm surprised his father, the Jays, everyone didn't say, whoa, 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 hey, you know what I mean? This let's do this next year, or like you know, it'll be here for you down the road, well, kid. I'll tell you, I'll tell you one thing, Gabe. You you, know, you used to worry about the home run derby when a guy had a smooth stroke, and you know what I mean. It would ruin you when you're having a great year. The one thing is, he's so ice cold. If you could look at it this perspective, the home run derby is not going to hurt him in any way. I just don't think he deserves to be there. That's the point. It can only help him in a sense. It can I only. Guess. I, I, I uh, think it can only. confidence. Yeah, that's the thing. It's actually yeah, yeah but the him. thing is, no, but I don't like it. It's turning what you're turning the kid into a freak show. Oh, ha, ha, yeah, he sucks. He can't hit anything. He can't do anything. But oh, he can really hit a home run. I don't like it. Like, there's a lot of reasons why I think it's wrong. Uh, I guess I don't know. Maybe I'm just old and no fun. You know what I'm saying? But. <laughs> Yeah, me too, man. No. Yeah, put on the depends, man. We're the no fun team. No, I it's get like, it. I just, I, uh, I don't, no. yeah, I don't he like. He has it. not. He's hitting barely. What is he hitting? Two hundred and what's he hitting? But ban off the top of my head, two twelve, two fifteen. Like it's pretty bad. Like it's, it's not good. The home run power will be there. He will be a good player. He hasn't earned it yet. Agreed. Agreed. 
Yeah, as for the PK Subban trade, uh, if it were to happen, I think it makes more sense for Vancouver, uh, to be honest, than Toronto. And I say that because Toronto doesn't need a flashy wheeling, wheeling and dealing type of defenseman like PK yeah. Subban. PK Subban didn't have a great yeah. season, you well, know, in Nashville. And there's and a Vancouver's reason that the Nashville might battle. be. They're loaded with cap space. They can do whatever the hell they want to do right now. You know, the I Leafs agree. Can't. Yeah, know, The thing is, too, the Leafs, the Leafs already have enough skill, flash, and finesse. <laughs> yeah, they need, I like, I like they need someone you know, that's going to keep the, the damn puck out of their you know, own net. It's like four like sprinkles on top of an already sweet Sunday camp. It's like it's we get it. Too sweet. Ooh, you don't need this. Give me a cruncher, and I like PK, but know who you give want? Give me a cruncher. You know what I mean? mean? You like, give me. Yeah. You want the guy who actually went in the PK Subban deal. You want a Shea Weber, Weber clone, a guy that yes. like yeah. a tough, big, solid. Like Leafs look for a guy like Chris Pronger, a poor man's Chris Pronger that hurts people. Yeah, but who is you that today's to day and age? Like oh, who, who's a to... tough defenseman? Like I don't even you know, know who is. You no, know they're talking about. They're talking with Colorado. It actually makes sense. Here's the thing: they they got some deals on the table. Uh, they got a young forward in Kerfoot who played really, really well in the playoffs. You got a Tyson Barry. He's offensive, but still tougher and way better defensively than most of the guys the Leafs had. They're talking about like wheeling and dealing, like a Kappen and Kadri package deal for those type of guys. That makes sense to me. I don't know what Babano's saying, but PK Subban's not the answer. It's true. He's a good offensive defenseman. It's not what the Leafs need. Vancouver needs goals. That's the thing, Cam. Like I, I hate to be tough on PK Subban, but and he's a great skater, power play guy, tremendous yeah, shot from the point, great passer as well. But do you know what I saw in the first round against Dallas? I saw a guy that was a train wreck at times in his own zone, giveaway, turning the puck Makes over, bad the bad mistakes. penalties at tough times. Uh, it was not a good series at all, I thought, for him against Dallas, and it's a part of the reason why they got knocked out in that first round. I think if you're Toronto, you got to find guys that are going to help you keep the puck out of your own net more off, more than scoring. Scoring's not your focal point right now, or shouldn't be. I'm not sure Subban's the best path for trying to solve the issues that plague you the most right now. Yeah. Uh, FanDuel has uh, FanDuel has some uh, NHL draft props uh, up here. Oh, let's only talk. a couple. Let's... Yeah, they're here? all. They're all okay. You know, I guess the one we could debate who's the third pick. So, uh, and and is it worth it taking a spin here? So th- these are the odds: Jack Hughes, thirty to one, to be the yeah. number one pick. Yeah. Capco, uh, Capo Caco, is uh, plus nine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Capo Caco is uh, <laughs> plus nine hundred. <laughs> <laughs> He's the one uh, I take a chance with. Capo Caco. Capo Caco's stock has really gone up. He might go, yeah. Well, listen, I was, talking, mm-hmm. I was talking to uh, to a Devils uh, season ticket holder the other day, an Uber driver, and uh, he was he was saying that uh, that everyone's locked in on Hughes, but the Devils actually think that Caco might be the better player. I but think the thing he, is, I think he might Hughes good. is the safer pick, right? Mm-hmm. It's one of these, the Rangers, Yang, you're going to win again. Think about it, Cam, if you're Dolan and the Rangers, like right now, and, and MSG. Caco you're going to get Capo, Caco, and you got R.J. Barrett in the same week. Great week for this, New York. This Caco kid has big upside, guys. He could be like a mega star. Jack Hughes is American. He's already good. He's known. I don't know if, if Eichel's a good comparison, but I don't know if there's this massive upside with Hughes. I think he's steady. He's solid. He's it. But Kako, this Kako kid, man, a lot of upside, guys. Uh, but, yeah, so Hughes is minus 3,000. Kako's yeah. uh, plus 900. So who's going to be the second pick of the draft? Kako is uh, is uh, minus 2,000. He doesn't go first, yep. So, really, the bet is who's going to be the third pick of the draft? Byram. Alex Turcotte. Uh, Byram. Byram. 
Byram is plus 150. I love that pick. Think about it. Byram, you need a defenseman. What do the Blackhawks do? But Batman will tell you too, Gabe. They score. They give up goals. Seabrook is old. Keith is old. Bowen Byram is the guy that they slip in from Vancouver of the WHL in the three-hole for Chicago. I will bet that prop at plus 150. You should, I wish you went down to the sports book today. I'd give you a couple hundred. He's in in the three-hole. I, I think if the Blackhawks are drafting for need, that's probably where they got to look the, with the defenseman. Yeah. I, I like Turcotte either fourth or fifth, but I think uh, I think uh, Byram goes third. Uh, Chicago, you know Tur- the Turcotte Hawks, is man. the consensus pick, guys. And the thing is, yeah, uh, like if you yeah, yeah if you look at like mock drafts and like uh, he, he is fifth. the he is the overall fifth. consensus third. Well, he's the favorite at minus one fifty. I don't like to go it. third. Gabe, I'm betting on. <laughs> I'm I'm actually going to take a shot with Byram. I think I think Turcotte might go to uh, the Kings at five. You know, like he might not. We'll see. We'll see. Like I'm saying at plus 150, you're giving me Byram. I'm in. That's a great bet. You got a puncher's chance because the next guy after uh, Byram is uh, is 10 to 1. Tra- Trevor Zegras? No, oh, this uh, Kirby. Uh, uh, Kirby Dak? Yeah, 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 Kirby yeah, Dak, Saskatoon. Ter- Kirby yeah. Dak, yeah. Uh, 10, 10 to 1. You notice, though, Trev- as you guys. You're just talking about the Leafs and defense, and it's like you mentioned. If you want a defenseman, that's where you go. You go out west. You go to the Western Hockey League. Correct. You know, so that's why these guys, these, these defensemen are at the top here. Byram could be a live dog, man. I, I get it. A plus 150. You're right. The Blackhawks already have a goal. They need a guy that I'm can betting. get the puck I'm out betting. and don't hit me. All right. We'll hit the CFL card on the other side with uh, Bano. Bano. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Settle down, yeah. <laughs> Yank just said Maple Bob is the new Kawhi. Kawhi. <laughs> uh, new new I mean, Kawhi. No, you know what? He might be the new Kobe. That's what you think. Like, that's yeah. what you want. I mean, I'm actually yeah, glad the Knicks uh, drafted someone's who I, whose name I can pronounce, buddy. <laughs> I think, no more I think we're about Zinger. one hour. I think we're about... <laughs> I think we're about one hour away from setting a record this week of the longest amount of time since the last Where's Kawhi update. You know, not, no, Niagara Falls, yeah, Home Depot, point. the Jays game. Yeah. It's actually going on 24 hours since we've seen where he has it's been last. It's a last. good thing. So it's a, it's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. I love Kawhi Leonard. Yeah. I love the Raptors, but I, it was enough. Like, I'm Kawhi'd out. And um, exactly. Like, the Home Depot was the final straw yesterday. Right. The Home Depot, the Cactus Club, the guy's eating lunch, guys. Like, seriously, man. Like. Back off. You know, you say, hey, Kawhi, what's up, man? Like, you know, everyone taking pictures of him everywhere he goes. Like, but at the same point in time, and I said this this morning, and I don't want to get into the Kawhi stuff. It's done, in my opinion, that um, he can't. People are like, oh, why can't he say anything? He can't say anything, guys. Like, nothing's official. You saw even last night the stupid NBA with their dumb hats. You can't wear this. It's not official till next week. Nothing's official until next week in the NBA. It's the way it is. But. Kawhi Leonard, guys, 
the NBA Finals were over eight days ago. Like, it's over. Like, he could have left already. You know what I mean? He could have slid yeah, right the second after the parade. Like, he can't be doing anything more with the wink-wink, settle down, Toronto, I'm staying, than he's doing. He's never been seen in public. He's out all the time. Him showing up to the Blue Jay game last night, put it this way. If he showed up to the Blue Jay game last night in a fashion that he did, instead of just sliding in a, a VIP entrance and going up to a luxury suite and no one knows he's there and he watches the game, he walks down the row once the game starts, gets the ovation. Then he's just a jerk and he's like just like trolling us now at this point. I mean, the guy shows up with the blue, like, you know, New Balance looking like the Blue Jays and stuff like he can't do anything more, guys. He brings his, like, wife, girlfriend to the game last night. You know, like, for a guy that is going to get out of the city, I don't know, what, is he on some tour to see it for the last time? Like, to me, it's like he's telling people, chill out, I'm here. You know what I mean? But I'm with you, Babano. I did a video this morning telling people, just leave him alone, man. It's enough. Like, yeah, it is. you know, we get it. Like, you can't take a picture for the rest of, like, you know, we get it. We won the title. It's but... only going to be... It's only going to be negative. He's a very quiet man. Yep. So when you get in his He's a quiet face, guy. He doesn't want to be bothered. He doesn't want to be disturbed. Exactly. Yeah, he wants to live his life. Leave him alone. We've you have had your time with the cameras and, and focusing in on him. I know you're yeah. eternally grateful for bringing Toronto a championship. Yeah, We're all happy. Is, We're all thrilled and happy he did that. Cap, but enough. He's, whether he likes it or not now, let's be real. And it, I was thinking about this. I was like, it's not really people's fault. He's bigger than LeBron James right now, guys. No, I know. I get like it. Kawhi but... Leonard is the no. biggest basketball player in the world right now. New Balance can't make shit fast enough, okay? His jerseys, like his brand, the free agency, there's nobody hotter in basketball. And the NBA's a popular league. It's a global sport. And Kawhi Leonard just won the finals. So if you want to get paid like LeBron and Jordan... You want to get accolades and people say, man, you're one, you're the greatest player ever. You're the, one of the best players ever. You're the best player in the world. Then you know what? People are going to take pictures of you when they see you live in the flesh, guys. It's the way that it is. He's larger than life. It freaks people out. They're like, oh, my God, that's Kawhi Leonard, right? So, dude, if, if you saw LeBron James, I, if I saw LeBron James, even I'd be like, oh, shit, there's LeBron James. I'd take a picture. I'm not lying. I'd be like, oh, but to be honest, in real life, I told you guys the story talking about P.K. Subban. And Cam, you know, I'm a big P.K. Subban fan. I saw him. I didn't say anything. I said, hey, that's it. I didn't yeah. get my phone out. I didn't like, hey, P.K. Nope. Subban's off this corner right now. I was hungover. And also, he was talking with his friends. I didn't want to bother him, you know? I figured out I'll meet P.K. another time down the road. And I'll tell him this story. Ah, I was going to talk to you, but I was hungover. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, but on a serious note about P.K. Subban, too, guys, you brought up about it. He'd have a great year. I don't like this Lindsey Vaughn stuff. Like, P.K. Subban is turned into just, like, uh, he has fun. He's a great hockey player, and he has fun in life. But I don't want to be a dick and say he has too much fun. But he has too much fun. Like, you know, like, you're not going to be hungry to win a Stanley Cup if you're laughing all he the does. time and you're banging Lindsey Vaughn after the game, Cam. It's and just a fact. Babano's right, and when you watch his game, in the playoffs, it's different. You have to be a real mean prick. you got to play a different type of game, and he was exposed. <laughs> it wasn't just bad, Gabe. He was exposed. Like, everything about him, like Dallas beat him into the wall. He pinched in. He got burned. That's the thing, and I don't want to say it, too, and I've been around. I've been to a club where I've seen him before and stuff, too, and, you know, me, I, I barely go out. Like, I go to taverns and stuff. He's out all the time. Like, you talk to other people, 
and stuff like there becomes a point in your life. It's like, I'm not going to say don't do that. You're, you're an athlete. You make your own choices, but you think Kawhi Leonard and guys like that go out and no, they, they, they take care of business. They do their training rituals or whatever. I'm not saying like don't have said, fun. We talked about Sidney Crosby, that animal. story. Can't be a story about Sidney Crosby not putting anything in his body. And I'm not saying you don't have to be hardcore like that, but even in this summer, if you look, it's true. You know, P.K. Subban's been out with Lindsey Vaughn. He's been at this golf tournament. He's been at Raptor games. He's partying in clubs. He's just, he's living his life. God bless him. Yep. You know what I mean? He's a fun guy, but he doesn't have that edge. You know, that that's a problem right now. No, does he, he, he doesn't have that edge. All right, Babano. So speaking of edges, let's get into the CFL edges. I'm going to tell you, we're freaking killing it. Six and one, uh, Babano. Last shit. night, over. And the Riders, although I was worried about the Riders. I, I went small on the Riders plus the points, but. I did like that over, over 43 and a half. I just thought it was way too low. And you can correct me if I'm wrong with Bano, but I believe we're now 4-1 and one to the over in the CFL, right? Like, uh, there's only been one under correct. last week, Hamilton, Saskatchewan. That's the only game to go under the total. The game Kalaros got hurt. Yep, 4-1 and one over. Yep, so I spoke with Mick this morning. He said it was raining heavily in Edmonton. What's going on there now? Well, in Edmonton, there's the calling for some rain and some wind tonight. So that that's the one little bit of concern if you're playing the over tonight in this game. But uh, from a personnel situation, I mean, Edmonton defense is ravaged going into tonight. They're without two starting linebackers. Don Anumba and Jovan Santos-Knox are both out. Uh, they've got their starting cornerback, one of them, Anthony Orange, who used to be uh, known as A.J. Jefferson, uh, he's out uh, due to injury. Uh, and Alex Bazu, they got from B.C. Uh, as one of their better pass rushers on the defensive end position. He's out for uh, Edmonton due to injury. So they've got cluster injuries on defense coming into tonight. It's a bit of a problem for me going up against B.C. Obviously, Mike Riley's return facing his former team in Edmonton uh, for the first time. B.C., Predictably, in my mind, didn't play well last week. They were up against a really good Winnipeg team. First game with so many new faces, new coaching staff, changes everywhere on both sides of the football. I think the game under their belt, though, should help them a little bit. I took BC uh, plus the points. It's gone down quite a bit. I got plus four. It's three now. Three's still a good number. The total, I was leaning over all week. The weather's a concern for me a bit, but I still went in on the over a little bit for a small play, but the weather's a little bit of a concern there. CFL play cam so far this year been pretty wide open, man. Pretty yeah, wide right. open. I, and very, I, this is the best start from a quality standpoint in years. I Normally agree. it He's takes like two months and stuff sloppy. for offenses to get going. These guys, the quarterback play has been great. High scoring, fun, the back and forth. Have been good. The backups have been very good guys. football. These yeah. are new guys like Fajardo, man. Like he, he made a, He threw a dart right at the end of the half there for that huge touchdown to keep Saskatchewan a little bit of momentum there. You see Dominique Davis from uh, East Carolina Pirates. He looks comfortable. I'm very, very excited about the season as well. I'm with Babano, Gabe. I'm not dicking around with any totals. I had the over last night. I like BC plus the four, and I like BC plus 135 money line. Give me the Lions. Rawr, double. I got the Lions. Money line so spread. Let's go. So why? I think BC wins rolling. the game outright, too. Edmonton was awesome last week. I won't take anything away from Edmonton. They were great last week, but they played Montreal. You know, you have to keep that in mind. This will be a tougher foe. Yeah, and and like you said, BC, BC were playing last week by drop passes. That was a problem for them. That was one thing uh, that was an issue for them in a football game. But as you stated, I think, you know, Winnipeg are a real good team, man. Winnipeg went in there and punched them in the mouth. I'm leading BC. I don't love it, but I like BC, and I'm going to stick to my guns uh, with the over. 
And, you know, only in a CFL, guys. Such a stupid schedule, though. The play's been good. We're in week two, and we've got three teams on a bye already, Cam. Like, how the hell is this? It's only three games this week. How? It's it's, it's week it's, two. It's <laughs> week two. And you have a 20-week season, which yeah, is exhausting yeah. and next to impossible for a football player to play. So you give him a bye week after one game? Like, dear it's just, as, it's, just as moron, it's just as moronic as having 99% of your Sunday CFL games, September and beyond, when the NFL yeah, is on. true. Excellent point, Babano. And that's the thing that really hurts the league. Yes, I guess. That's why. We got we got we got people here who are you know our our friends down south, everybody else who's gonna get exposed to the CFL. They're gonna listen to our picks with Babano Gabe, our segments. We've been on fire in the CFL, and it's the things that kind of like give the the old <laughs> jolly Gigi shucks, you know, look it's a CFL, the rouge. Like it's a good brand of football, but when they do stuff like this, it's very, very uh, amateur night. They really gotta improve some things. Get in the damn room, figure it out. Zoba Battle, Ticats, and uh, Argos. You're going to the game tomorrow night, right? I'll be there uh, at BMO, so I'm looking forward to that. Uh, uh, Ticats, uh, you know, laying three and a half, four. I think they win the game. I don't know if I want to lay four. Uh, the Argos are just excited, and there's a lot of positive vibes coming from Toronto. We'll see if it can translate to the field, but Corey Chamberlain now, the head coach. James Franklin was not good last year for the Argos. He had more interceptions and touchdowns, but I'm reading a lot of stuff that just him and Mark Tressman's offense didn't go well. Like Mark Tressman is a short to intermediate passing type of offense under Ricky Ray for years. He didn't really let Franklin run as much. He didn't let Franklin throw the deep ball. And from what I've seen in the past, Franklin does have a decent arm and a deep ball uh, ability. Never showed it much last year. Apparently they're going to let him throw deep a lot more, try to get outside the pocket more this year, run the ball more with James Wilder Jr. I think the offense, they're trying to tailor it more to Franklin and his skill set than Tressman did. So we'll see if it has an impact tomorrow. I know the Ticats are going to be without Luke Tasker uh, due to injury, but they've still got a pretty good receiving core. I think that's another game where we could see some points scored. Toronto's trying to be a little bit more aggressive on offense, and they were the worst defense in the CFL last year in points allowed. I think Chamberlain will have that group playing better as the season goes on, but a lot like BC last week, I don't think that defense is going to play good right away in their fir- in the first week. So the over is the thing I'm looking at in that game. Oh, oh shit. You know what I did? Uh, I'm just looking at what I did, Gabe. I wanted to parlay Germany and USA Women's World Cup, and I went on them individually. I bet three, like 278 oh. to win 42 bucks on Germany, 108 oh. to win 42 on the USA. It's I'm like, oh, what are those games? Tomorrow? <laughs> no, Germany. Now you're clicking what I'm in soccer for right now. I'm just because I'm going through my stuff. Yeah, you're talking CFL. Cam's clicking away on women's soccer right now. <laughs> hey, it the is bottom line is. for me is I'll be cheering on the Thai Cats tomorrow, but I will not be betting. It's a pass on the side. I'll just be on the over. Uh, It'll be a tight game. I'm going like to take the Argos. Argos are the over. I take the Argos too. I, I feel good about tonight's game though. I think BC uh, Claybrooks another week under uh, under his belt. Uh, O'Reilly returning to. Uh, his old team. I think there's a lot of uh, BC will really bring their A game tonight, and I'm with you. I don't think the test really helped uh, Edmonton against Montreal. Lions outright, and Eileen Argos as well. <laughs> I've done that before. It's the worst. Oh, God. No, no, my heart just, just said, now you got to sweat like, out 278 happen. bucks to win 42 oh, I bucks. <laughs> I know Germany's minus two, but God, it was supposed to be a parlay. <laughs> Damn it. I hate to... That's the thing, man. Sometimes you, can you, you can't the other side. the wheel. 
You can yeah, either side get out of it or call a call during the break and panic and say, yo, yo, yo. I, I oh, my God. Yeah, pull, pull a Jeff Feinberg. All right, I Pato. was drunk Actually, hang in here. We'll hang in here. We got one last thing. We'll get Pato's uh, picks for tonight. Ready baseball. We'll talk about the Cincinnati Reds. 15 and 1 for the under. Last 16. Can't take it for you. Almost eight and a half tonight. Game time decisions. Ready to break radio. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Game time decisions, Red Heat Rage Radio continues, Fantasy Sports Radio Network, iHeartRadio, tune in. I am Gabriel, Mar- Gabriel Morenzi. It's actually sunny, and uh, the skies are uh, yeah. blue on the first day of summer here. Today, New York. It actually wasn't this. It was like a downpour, like vicious, absolute vicious. Like, I was soaked. I've never been so wet as I was uh, this morning to start the day. I actually had some tickets, betting tickets on me. They got a little wet, too. I was a little concerned, but they're, they're okay. They're okay. I've actually, I once lost a ticket in the rain like that. It evaporated. Um, all right, Babano, we've got about two minutes left uh, with you. You can find uh, Babano and his picks on uh, Twitter, at Bobano, Ian Cameron. So um, what about baseball uh, tonight or anything else uh, coming into the weekend uh, here, Babano? We're, the, we're getting to the dog days of summer. We've got CFL. Uh, uh, we've got... Uh, Got some major league uh, baseball. You're not a soccer guy, so anything on the baseball uh, board tonight? Catch your eye. Well, Astros and Yankees in your backyard gave an interesting series coming up this weekend. And even though they're the same record, both of those teams right around the same record, uh, Houston's coming into this series limping. New York's going into this series surging, uh, and it shows you just how lethal the Yankees have become offensively with their lineup. Because you know they've had all these guys step up, Luke Voigt, and you know. Clint Frazier and Gio Urshela and DJ LeMayhew all season with all the injuries. Now they're getting Stanton back. They're going to have Judge back this weekend. They're getting healthy. This lineup, Hicks is back. And here's DJ LeMayhew, who's done great this season for the Yankees. He's scratched tonight. He's not in the lineup. I mean, that tells you just how scary and deep now the Yankees are with their lineup. It's very tough to go against them. Uh, I think they'll beat Houston tonight, uh, put them in a parlay of some kind, or maybe the run line there. Uh, I mean, I, Atlanta-Washington's interesting because I looked at that game uh, this morning and looking at Atlanta getting that price. I'm like, how do I not take the Braves here? But it smells fishy, this one. I know Atlanta's been red hot, but Washington's quietly been 17-7 and their last 24. They've hit lefties very well. And Dallas Keuchel, I know he's making his debut for the Braves tonight, but he didn't exactly light it up in his double-A rehab start. Kind of didn't pitch all that great. The Nationals are tremendous against lefties. They have a top-five offense against lefty pitching. So uh, that game, I think, over the total makes sense. I think Atlanta can score some runs. Their lineup is potent. But I don't think things are going to go smoothly for Keiko. I think the Nats, who match up well against lefties, will hit him a bit. Ian Cameron, a.k.a. Babano. Thanks for your time, Babano. All right, guys. See you. Have a great weekend. Hey, everybody.